Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into Pinpointed. We got to go over some tennis because we just witnessed an unbelievable tennis match. I'm most likely calling this the best, at least one of the best ATP Masters 1000 tournament uh, finals we have ever seen. And it's another showdown between Alcaraz versus Djokovic. Can you friggin' believe it? These two, unprecedented what they're doing. And this is what we got to talk about. The, on a, the, how unreal, unbelievable, I mean, there's no words to describe it, what they're doing at the current moment. Just think of this. Djokovic, 36 years old, turning 37. By this age, you should not be doing what he's doing. If you're watching just athletically what he's doing on the court, mentally how strong he is on the court, even at this age, some would say you get better with age. Again, as you're older, more wisdom, you've gone through the experience. Sure, that's one end of the spectrum. But athleticism has another piece. And just the endurance is through the roof. He's playing on the other side, a 20-year-old Alcaraz, who from an endurance perspective, you might say, okay, He's younger, got fresher legs, he's got more energy, but his athleticism is through the roof as well. But the biggest part of this is at 20 years old, he shouldn't be this calm, cool, and composed on a tennis court in such tight situations and finals than he is at the moment. So from one end of the spectrum, this young stud shouldn't be playing as well as he is. Throw it back to the other side, how Djokovic is 36, 37 years old, shouldn't be playing as well as he is at the same time. So these guys are playing way above standards of tennis at their ages in history. Federer was the first one to kind of break this mold. Sampras retired pretty early. Agassi played till he was 40, but he wasn't, I mean, uh, to late, uh, or late 30s into 40s, but he wasn't as good by then. He wasn't winning these types of matches. McEnroe, neither. I mean, none of these guys. Fenner was the first. He won a 37 Australian. And then after that, it started to go downhill as he had multiple surgeries. So what Djokovic is doing at 37 is exactly 36, 37 is matching what Federer was able to do. But even Federer at this age of 37, 36, 37, I just don't think, I, you know, I, don't, I see resemblances, but man, the athleticism of Djokovic, the defense, just willingness to play. He was down one set, 7-5, 4-2 in the second set. Can you believe it? He was, had heat stroke, he was saying. Struggling, he brought, he had ice bags and towels on his head and on his shoulders. Bringing in the trainers, bringing in the medical staff. Nothing was going well for him due to the heat, the court was emitting even more heat due to the sun beaming on center court in Cincinnati. Again, like you said in the interview afterwards, once the sun set and once the court found some shade, the points got a little bit longer. The play was a little bit better. It wasn't as hot, which is completely true, which is why in the third set, they had the longest rallies compared into the, uh, the whole match compared to the first two sets. But I digress because there's just so much to unpack here. So again, like I said, these two shouldn't be playing at their level due to their age. But again, sometimes we see phenoms 
from a young age take over the sport like Alcaraz did, like Federer did, like even Nadal did. But also even at this age, when you're Djokovic, 36, 37 years old, things start to take a turn. Federer took a turn after 37 years old. Lost in the final to Djokovic in Wimbledon when he was around that age and a little bit younger. And eventually the surgeries caught up to him, the injuries, while he wasn't injured the entire career. So it's going to be fascinating to see how Djokovic's trajectory for the next few years is going to go because he, without a doubt, is the most, I would say, healthy player at this age we've ever seen due to diet, due to exercise, due to everything he's doing to keep his body right we've never seen before. Federer, I don't think, put the time and hours that Djokovic is putting in to keep his body at this rate. Never, I never thought he did. Federer played a different style of play where it wasn't as taxing on his body, let's say, as a Djokovic or a Nadal is. And eventually, I think, again, age takes over every single player. But in Djokovic's situation, he's done everything in the book you can imagine to keep his body in check, to specifically strategize to play in specific tournaments, to peak in specific scenarios, and to play his best tennis when he needs to. He doesn't play over 50 to 100 matches every year. He can't. Again, his body won't allow him. But at this age of 36, 37, that's normal. But what he's able to do to peak, his peak is almost better than it was 10 years ago. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. And that is exactly why he's able to dig deeper than Alcaraz and come out in the second set winning 7-6. In the third set, my God, the third set. The third set, Djokovic broke. It was up 4-2, 5-3. 5-3, Alcaraz serving down a match point. Saves a few. Hits an incredible down-the-line shot. Brings it to the next game. Djokovic in the next game, 5-4 multiple set-point opportunities, both multiple break-point opportunities by Alcaraz, and finally Alcaraz breaks through. The will by both these players was insane. The match was three hours and 49 minutes. I can't even, the longest ATP match, like I said earlier. I mean, unreal. This was a Grand Slam final in all other scenarios. Just incredible. I, I'm, a, I'm just out of, out of loss for words. I didn't even watch the match. I watched the highlights. And I'm so sad I didn't even get to watch the entire match. But looking back at it, again, Djokovic just had a bigger will, was able to dig deeper than Alcaraz was. Apparently Alcaraz kind of tightened up, had a little cramp at the end of it. We've seen it a few times now, and this is a little bit interesting as far as how Alcaraz plays his game. Very similar to how Nadal played when he was young extremely aggressive defensively, sliding on the hard court like no one else can. And it just begs the question, how long can you keep this going? Already had a few injuries, nothing catastrophic, nothing long-term. Has already cramped up a few times. Again, and it's just difficult to say because he slides on hard court like he does on clay. And it's like never before seen. Somebody to be this agile and mobile, splitting like he slides to one ball, does a split, gets back up, slides to another ball, does a split, uh, does a split. I mean, it's incredible, but it, you just beg the question, damn, man, 
is this going to be sustainable for 10 years? Or are you going to have an injury, um, a break, a, a tear a ligament, break something here, and then boom, just like that, you have to play a different style of play. And that's just something that I'm wondering if his team is going to have any specific conversations like this, or are they just going to play it out and hope that every single training that they do is doing everything they can to prevent a specific injury due to his play. And I mean, you can't fault him in some ways because how he's playing, he's already won two titles, two Grand Slam titles. He was the, he was the uh, youngest to get to two, along with Nadal. So, I, you know, it's just unbelievable. And Djokovic plays a little bit more conservative as far as the sliding and the defensive technique, which is he has to because he's 36 years old. I mean, if you do one specific wrong maneuver... It could end your career. And, but once again, it comes down to these tie breaks, 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, and guess who comes out on top? I mean, Djokovic is the best player in tie breaks. I mean, it's, on, it's without a doubt. Best tennis player. If you need one tie break to win, taking Djokovic. Taking freaking Djokovic. Didn't drop one in the French Open was undefeated in tie breaks was undefeated up until he faced Alcaraz in the Wimbledon and <laughs> was winning straight sets up until the final here at the, uh, at the Cincinnati. I mean, it's just, ah, he, you know, I don't even know what to say anymore. What a fantastic match. This leads up to a very, very interesting U S open because it's going to come down to them two again. I just don't see anybody else coming through. I mean, they got another taste of each other on hard court. Not sure if this is the first time they've played or not, but I guarantee you it's not going to be the last because at the U S open, I just don't see anyone else going into their path. I mean, Medvedev has had some success on hard court. Nadal won't be back. I'm pretty sure. Zverev has gotten a little bit healthier, but again, I don't see him competing at this level. He just lost to Djokovic anyway in straights. Who else are we naming here? I mean, Tsitsipas, please. Sinner has had some good uh, fortune on hard court, especially last year or two years ago against Alcaraz when they had one of the longest matches. I think the longest match in U.S. Open history, going to 3 a.m. So maybe one of the young guns, but again, they haven't had this trial and trepidation like Alcaraz already has against Djokovic. The experience, the victory, the winning, actually beating Djokovic in a final at San Wimbledon and playing on this hard court like in, the, in Cincinnati. So, I, I mean, we'll talk about the U.S. Open in a few days here. But, man, still can't get over the fact on a fantastic match that was. Kudos to Djokovic, 36-year-old. I mean, it's unreal. I mean, he said, even the speeches afterwards, you got to just go watch how articulate he is, uh, his demeanor. Everyone, ba- everyone bags on this guy. Everyone hates Djokovic. Even I wasn't a fan of Djokovic. But you got to give him respect. He's funny. He's charismatic. He is very polite. On court, his speeches are fantastic. How he speaks to the media, how he speaks to fans. He could be a little bit over the top, sure, but, you know, everyone has their moments. I mean, you're competing against yourself almost, against Alcaraz and against yourself on this court. Heat over 90 degrees is just unbearable. And you got to keep your composure throughout the entire match. And to do that throughout a 20-year career without a blemish, I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, Federer is unique. Nadal is unique. One of one. Uh, And even they had their bad moments too. So much respect to Djokovic once again. 
He's laughing it off with Calaros Alcaraz that they're going to face off again in the U.S. Open, and I cannot wait. Once again, thank you guys for listening. That is Pinpointed, where we're looking at all your favorite sports every week. Give you little updates. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music, where this podcast will be posted. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.